Suck my fat one, you cheap dime store hood. That's right. We watch Stand By Me today on The Movie Gap, the podcast that has you scream. How have you not seen that? 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 Welcome to this week's episode of The Movie Gap, the podcast that has you scream. How have you not seen that? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sorry. So, There's some technical issues there for a second, and I was buying time. I literally just, <laughs> just said now that. figured out uh, <laughs> what I could have been doing the entire time. That's fine. That's how All it right. goes. Well, yeah. At least it sounds perfect now. All right. Well, uh, I am your host, Chase Austin, and as always... The leech on my testicles, Bryce Perkins. Oh. All right, Bryce. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> uh, trying times that we're in now. How have you been holding up? Uh, holding up is more like it. That's right. Because we are bunkered down, that. baby. Practice that so dis. We are, yes, we are practicing that social distancing, or as you have now coined it, so, so dis. dis. Um, that's a mo- movie gap. Said it first, so once everyone starts saying it, you remember where you heard Hashtag it. #sodis Hashtag #sodis baby. Um, yeah, uh, I've been doing good. Uh, still forced to go into work. It's whatever. Uh, honestly, you know, with I'm honestly uh, very I feel grateful to like you know have a job. You know. Yeah, me too. Uh, because there's a lot of people in it, including uh, you know even close friends of mine that are are being economically impacted by this because their businesses have shut down and are not uh, um, allowed to operate uh, in this time. Um, so just hoping everyone's doing okay out there and holding on and, uh, and whatever, you know, whatever y'all got to do to help. Yeah. We're doing uh, uh you know, we're doing our part here. We're, uh, we're going to do a marathon of recordings today so that we have, uh, have some more episodes for everybody that should get us through this and then if uh if we run out we'll we'll work it out and do some uh online ones yeah but at this point we we decided to risk it it's a group of less than 10 so we should be fine that it is um and uh you know we're uh, essential personnel i mean when they talk about heroes on the front lines they are talking about this podcast Uh, (laughs) i'm pretty sure certainly pretty sure Certainly, uh, you know um, we're like the yeah. uh, we're like the bards of of ancient uh, you know medieval or whatever. Yeah, yeah like they need the the, the bards to be we're, out there. We're like the uh, making entertainment. We're like the jesters. We're like the little boy uh, with a bugle. The royalty, the little boy with a beehole. What'd you <laughs> no, say? the bugle. What is like, this? What like is this? Uh, what what is this day man over here? You gonna pay the troll toll or something? Oh. All right. Well. um that being said, let's get into this. Or, well, uh, I guess shout outs to Always Sunny. Of yeah, course. you got right. anything else uh, you want to say about your week? Oh yeah, um, you know, negotiations are on hold. 
with Mr. Oh, Coffee. He has yeah. come Mr. Coffee has come down with COVID. Oh no. Nineteen. Um so uh expected to make a full recovery, but I'm not going anywhere near that fucking guy. No, uh, I wouldn't either. For the time being. So he's, so he's not he's not big on the the like remote work. He's got it. You got to make these deals with the handshake. Right? He needs the handshake for yeah. it to be a deal. So it's kind of like fucking getting in my way, which is why I'm I'm working on. So like, it is uh, it is affecting your your income in that in that aspect. yeah and that I, yeah as yeah. Uh, uh, in the sense that I could have a, a lot more and I'm talking about to the tune of a thousand uh, a month. Okay. Whoa, that's nothing so, to you know stick your nose um, up at. Yes, it's a it's the most lucrative uh, sponsorship coffee has ever uh, given somebody. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm quite proud of it. Actually, that's good. Yeah. Um, all right, well, uh, let's move right into this. Okay. Uh, stand by me. You'd yes. never seen it before. Correct. What did you know about it going in, and why? Why did this one fall through the the cracks? Why did this one? Become one of your movie gaps. Uh, See how I did I, it there? I did I liked how you did that. It took you 170 episodes. I think I've said episodes, it before. But, I'm pretty sure uh, I've said it before. But you finally did it. Uh, you finally came up with a clever way to make that transition. Congratulations, <laughs> Chase. Make our title make sense. Congratulations to Chase. Uh, uh, excuse you. Um, I know. Um, I knew that River Phoenix was in it. He is. I knew it was a Stephen uh, Stephen King. Stephen Queens. <laughs> I mean, it's like I wrote it down just because I didn't mean to say it, but of course I read it anyway. Um, uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah. What? What are other things we could call Stephen King instead of King? Stephen Queen. Stephen Prince. Stephen Princess. Stephen Lord. Stephen Knight. Yeah, Stephen. Stephen Sir. Duke. Sir Stephen. Stephen, Stephen Jester. Duke. Uh, so we've covered all those jokes and none of them can be made anymore. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I knew that it was one of his novellas, short story. Yeah. Uh, and I knew that Jerry O'Connell, O'Connor, O'Connell, O'Connell was the chubby kid. Cause you know, he's one of those like, look at him now. You knew him as the fat kid in this yeah. movie, and now he's, you know, movie star. And now you know him from everything else he's ever been in that he wasn't <laughs> a little fat kid. Right. Yeah, exactly. So it was one of those things. Uh, and, um, yeah, I mean, that's about it. I knew of a couple of scenes. I'd seen, like, a couple of scenes, maybe. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, but, no, had never seen the entire movie. Oh, and I knew that it was about them going to you know, see a dead body. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, and the title, because the title of the... The body. Yeah. The yeah. novella. Of the novella. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So, so uh, and it just never never came across your path for you to really watch it. No, no. Um, I, I want to say that it was like on TV once when maybe I was like playing with toys in the living room or some shit. Okay. Like as a little kid. Yeah, of, well, of you like know, it's 17. not. Yeah, it's <laughs> seventeen. <laughs> uh, but, it's not. Know. It's not really. You know, it's not a kids' movie, obviously. Right. It, you know, it is a coming of age movie, but you know, it's not. Uh, not for the little tykes. No, no, and you know, subject matter certainly is not. You know. Yeah, I not, mean, if you're eleven, you might get into it, but if you're not into, that, movies, is that how old you were? Um, I don't know how when old I was. I don't know how old I was when I first. Did saw you see this. the movie before you saw the book, or the, did you read the book before you saw the movie? I've never read. The movie? I've never read it. Whoa, the, the short story. 
So then you saw the movie first? Yes. Okay. okay. I have okay. I have actually right. seen this one okay. uh, several, many times. But but you saw the movie before you read the book? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. We can confirm. Yeah, I'm pretty, confirm. Sure, okay. I'm pretty sure I saw this before I like really knew that much about Stephen King. Ooh. Like, I think I, when I was like, oh, that was based off of Stephen King, it was years later. Like You started ha- knowing, reading Stephen King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, oh, wow, I didn't, you know, it was one of those things, like, oh, I didn't know he didn't do non-horror. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or he did non-horror or whatever. Yes. Uh, but yes, this was... Um, you didn't know he didn't do non-horror. So wait, does that work he still? Did, no, what did it doesn't he do still do? work. He do do horror. He do, he I do, do know do that he spooks. do do horror. He do not do, not do do non-horror. Does it not do the fiction... Wait, he does he, it he, not the fiction, do? Does he do biopics or no. biopics? Uh, Stephen King <laughs> certainly does biopics. <laughs> biopics. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. So this is uh, Stand by Me. It is based on a short story called The Body. Uh, that is in the book we've mentioned before with the Book of Job. Uh, Shawshank Redemption or Rita Hayworth of the Shawshank Redemption and at Pupil, um, as well as a fourth short story that's in that book called The Breathing Method, mm. which is not has not been made into a film at this point. Why is it but shite? the book is called, or the collection is called Different Seasons. Can we make that collection the new Bible, since the Bible is also a collection of short stories? Uh, can we just make this one, like, it's like time I, for I a new one, right? I don't it's the 21st that, century, yeah, people, I okay? I don't know that we have that Come power, on. but, you know, whatever. It's been 2,000 years already, you know? Like, when are we going to have a new one, huh? Okay. Anyway, th- these are just uh, things I think of, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> just moments of whimsy in the brain of Bryce. <laughs> All right. I'm happy to share them with you. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get into this movie. Let's go. Let's get talking about. Let's get it. into it. So I'm going to talk to my agent. And I'm going to say, "Hey, you better put me in this movie." Oh no, Bryce! I want to play. That. It's 24 uh, years old. All right. So my first note is River Phoenix. 34 years old. I'm sorry. I'm 32 years no, old. No, the movie is 34 oh. years old. I'm just kidding. Flip those numbers around, and then you have my real age. 43? 26. What? I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Are you sure you don't have COVID we're, we're right now? Go- we're it's goof- melting your brain. We're, a goof- uh, we're in a goofy <laughs> mood today. We're in, we're in that quarantine brain. Quarantine brain, for real. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking like two people that haven't been out in a while <laughs> we haven't talked to other humans yeah just our wives who are i'm certain tired of hearing yes this. yes when i was watching uh, this movie or no i was watching uh we were watching a lot of movies yesterday and uh, one of them was uh water for elephants yeah you is, were telling me that earlier yeah it's uh Robert, so we can move on now yeah but um, anyway i was kind of <laughs> like watching it and talking <laughs> at one point i realized i just was talking and my wife just turns to me and she goes please Shut up. <laughs> the movie's on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I get a lot of that from Ash. Yeah. Certainly. Um, All right, yeah. so stand by me. Yeah, River Phoenix. He's made it. He's officially famous. In the movie He's gap. on the movie gap. He's movie gap canon. Yeah. Um, And, you know, also R.I.P. gone too soon. Um, well-known older brother of Joaquin Phoenix, mm-hmm. Oscar winner. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, and um, certainly a talented uh, young chap that River is. Yeah. 
I, I this everybody in this movie is great. Mm. You know, and like I even you know mm-hmm. I've always hated Will Wheaton because because Wesley, Wesley. Crusher. Yeah. Okay. So but okay. Wait, 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 save, that, okay. save that. Save that. Save okay. that. Because because that's a part of my notes. Okay. We'll get. Well, we'll get it. into that. We'll get into that. Um. But let's talk about. Let's focus on River here. For okay. Um. Uh. I have never seen a movie with River Phoenix in it. All right. Um, so this is my first River Phoenix experience, and he's young. I mean, I know he did movies when he was older. Yeah, uh, well, he, uh, I mean, he died. Uh, he was only 23. 23, yeah. Died, so yeah. It was uh, actually nine years after the, this was 86. Yeah. And I think he died in uh, 93. Three, that would be seven years. Yeah, so he was, so man, he was like, I guess he was. No, he died in early. No, he did die that early. October thirty first, nineteen ninety three. I just looked it up. Yeah, because yeah, John Frusciante, um Well, actually, you know, spe- actually, before River had passed, River Phoenix was a uh, really close friend of John Frusciante's in particular, um, and from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, yes. uh, but was also close friends with pretty much the whole band, um, and uh, was a- is actually such a close friend that. Uh, Anthony Kiedis um, gave him a shout out in in the song "Give It Away" when he says, "There's a river born to be a giver." Yeah, uh, that whole uh, that whole verse is about River Phoenix. He was in there. Basically, he his was love in the music for video River too. He was in the music video and for not breaking a- the girl. Oh, oh, yeah. oh! For breaking the girl. Yeah. Oh. Um, Yes. Uh, well, I know I know everything about the Chili Peppers, obviously. <laughs> um, but because uh, I thought you were talking about the give it away, and I was like, yes, he was in the video. Hmm, in fact, hmm, I concur with your theory. <laughs> he was in the. But anyway, um, but no, he also appeared on uh, John Frusciante's first solo album, Neandre Ledes, and usually just a T-shirt, um, as a backup singer and. Uh, or he he co-wrote a song, played guitar, and sang on a song with John on that album. Oh, uh, and it's it's one of the most more popular songs off the album. But anyway, uh, check that album out if you feel like listening to, if you feel like uh, being, uh, you know, extra depressed and wanting to scratch your skin off. Go ahead and listen to it. I honestly love it. Uh, smile. Uh, at those uh, streets you hold smile on the streets you hold i can't even anyway his second one is even better but also even more well it's art that... baby it's art okay he was already into drugs at that smile point. at the streets you Frusciante. hold yes the Frusciante claimed that smile at the streets why am i getting that wrong anyway can you google that for me chase yeah smile on the streets you hold anyway whatever the second one he claimed he did for drug money um, and it's, which is why it has not seen a second release, even digitally, uh, since its first release. So, oh, really? So getting your hands on it, and it was already like a very limited independent release anyway. Smile from, from the, the streets, streets you, hold. you hold. There it is. Smile from the streets. In 97. 97, yeah. Um, so that was when Frashani was in his famous, like he basically almost died. And uh, it was very fortunate he was able to come back and now has rejoined the chili peppers for the third time which is fucking insane yeah um just in time for the coronavirus to shut the world (laughs) down shut the whole tour down yeah Yeah. for us not to go see them play that's well um they will be back yeah but anyway um so yeah river uh anyway so he obviously 
River in his very short time here on Earth had a very big impact. On a lot and of a people. a very yeah. immediate impact on a lot of people. Uh, That's basically the point of what I'm saying. At to some say. point, we will get to at least one of his other movies, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. But we're still mm. two Indiana Jones away from that. River Phoenix, wasn't it? Uh, he played young Indy in the beginning sequence of that. Ah. Uh, yeah. I see. So, anyway, all right. So, that's Rest in Peace, River Rest Phoenix. Rest in Peace, River Phoenix. And also, he does a great job, man. I mean, he he's so good at this. He's so good in this. Dude, with that scene where he breaks down. Yeah, I have a note oh, about that. We'll get okay. to it. Okay, all right. Oh, also, I heard neighbor Will came over, and I said I I just finished watching Stand By Me. And he goes, oh, the one where all the kids were molested? I was like, huh? And apparently, they're... Are a lot of rumors that all every one of those uh, I mean, kids were there's rumors about uh, touched during the production of this movie. What's, I don't know if do it was the production about that? of this movie, but I do know that Corey Feldman. Uh, well, okay, and I was going to get to Feldman. Yeah, get and Feldman. Feldman for sure. Uh, I don't. It wasn't on this movie. Uh, Rob Reiner is well known as being a not that, but like right. good with children and uh, specifically children actors and stuff. Uh, yeah. but yeah, children acting is uh, there's a lot of dark side to right things and the Certainly. rumors that have been around for you know since forever yeah uh and some of them are just kind of coming more and more into light yeah and still kind of getting brushed under because there could be big names attached to some of this stuff yeah and uh you know that's how hollywood works right um, so you know yeah but uh i don't believe that anything was going on on this film oh, set. okay oh both him i do know Ash that the kids got think. into got into some trouble in the hotel Oh really? They were rambunctious. I mean, one they were, wild night. Well, yeah. you know, Jerry uh, Jerry O'Connell was eleven. Yeah, and uh, I think Will was uh, thirteen or fourteen. Okay, when when he was doing this movie, like they were all right around that age. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they would get into some trouble. Um, let me see here. Uh, what, Dude, I Will something. Wheaton looked about nine. Yeah, he, he was he was yeah. the old, he was one of the older ones. Yeah, uh, they would throw he all was of thirty six when he was playing West. These are just like the typical things that you know kids would do. Uh, they threw all the pool furniture into the pool, oh. you know, like fucking dumb kids yeah, will do. Yeah. Uh, will Wheaton being a total fucking nerd. Yeah, which it is a good thing in my opinion. Right. Uh, except he does seem like the kind of person who starts every sentence with "actually." <laughs> 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 I've seen him in things uh-huh. like. And, and like on some podcasts and stuff, I'm like, God, he has to be just yeah, one of yeah. the worst people to hang out with. Yeah. Kind of like me, sure. Uh, actually, but, certainly, uh, certainly. Chase. No, he was. Uh, he fixed all the video games in the lobbies so that they could play them for free. So oh, he wow. was like hacking all the video games. Wow. Uh, they uh, uh, they all like spurred River Phoenix on at one point to cover a car in the uh, parking lot with mud. And just like uh-huh. get mud all over and just mess up this car. And it yeah. turned out they knew, but he didn't, that it was Kiefer Sutherland's car. Oh, and, <laughs> did and, you go full ace yeah. on him? Oh man. Well, see, the the whole the whole shoot, Kiefer was like picking on all of them to like stay in character. Oh, okay. You know, like kind of just sure. I mean, they also like worked together, like he was he wasn't mean to them yeah, like yeah, yeah. aces where he's gonna kill them. Right. But right, you know, he right. would tease them and stuff like that. Right. They were Kind of afraid of him, you know, right. <laughs> messing up his car. Right, and he uh, he confronted uh, Phoenix about it once he found out, and like Phoenix was so scared. <laughs> really? Yeah, Sutherland has talked about it. He goes, "Yeah, he was kind of really scared." I was like, "It's not a big deal. I got to wow. watch." But yeah, he's like, wow. he made him sweat it out. But uh, yeah, you know, they were just kids. Uh, apparently, there was also a Ren Fair 
uh, going on not too far from where they were shooting, and they all went there and bought uh, cookies, and it turned out that they were pot cookies. Oh. And didn't know it, and <laughs> hours later, they found, uh, the crew found Jerry O'Connell crying in a park no. somewhere because he was so high. Oh, man. Yeah, poor 11-year-old Cry kid. when you're high. <laughs> cry, cry when you're high. So That's anyway, yeah, soundbite. These uh these kids, you know, they had a they had a good time. What? Um, they did. Yeah. <laughs> Cry when you're high. Uh, River oh. Phoenix lost his virginity during the filming of this. How old was he? Uh, I guess. Well, he was. It was nine years before he died. So he was like sixteen. It was seven years before he died. It was seven years before he died. So he was. Yeah, fifteen. Oh, okay. He was 15. Yeah, that makes sense. But oh, um, it, yeah, he Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner said that he remembered he came into work one day and he had a uh, River had a big smile on his face. Yeah, the big old after, I just had after sex spending smile. the night with a family friend and he wrote on a piece of paper and handed it to Reiner and it said it finally happened. Wow, uh, Corey it finally, Feldman. Yeah, it's been fifteen long years. Corey Feldman also kissed a girl off screen on for the first time mm, in this movie. That's a start. Also, he drank alcohol and smoked pot for the first time. Well, and he also ate pot cookies, apparently. Yeah, so cry a lot when of, you're high. Cry, lot of, cry lot of first. when you're high. I mean, these kids were going through, you know, a uh, yeah. A, what, so, what is, is that? A, so funny to me for some. <laughs> oh, I, I thought it was like from something. No, I just <laughs> you're just like it. no, it yeah. should be. Yeah, it should. I'm saying cry it's, when you're high. Yeah. Cry when you're high. <laughs> should be a sound bite. You're just like cry, 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 cry when you're high, 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 high. You know. Anyway. You're not, feel, you're not feeling that one, huh? <laughs> uh, oh, there we go. <laughs> um, well, yeah, that's crazy. Corey Feldman, yeah, so uh, Feldman went on, wasn't he part of the Brat Pack and all that stuff? No. Uh, was Downey he was, Jr., he's part of Anthony all, Michael Hall. Yeah, he's much younger than that. Uh, he's, he's you know, those those guys were all oh, yeah, in their that's late right. teens at this Oh, point, it was 20s. him and... Um, uh, him the and, other Corey, the, uh, yeah. Corey the other Corey Feldman, the other Corey, <laughs> Corey Haim, yeah. yeah, who he's dead. Now, yes, huh? yeah, oh, he passed away. Uh, yeah, they both had pretty rough. Uh, yes, pretty rough goes. Me and Ash it. saw Corey Feldman live. That's right, at a fucking, yeah. just like, like tip, like at a fucking sports bar in fucking spring. He was performing. Off of 1960. Yeah. yeah. He was performing with his band. Or, he was performing, yeah, with his band, with yeah. Corey Feldman and his Angels or whatever. That thing that he did on Good Morning America. Yeah. And you honestly. You said it, is, it was bananas, right? It was fucking shit crazy bananas and one of the craziest and best things I've ever seen in my life. We did end up leaving before it was over because it was going on for <laughs> so long. You're like, I got it. Yes, exactly. But it was like watching The Room. In, live <laughs> yeah in in but in musical act form wow. and he was uh it was incredible i yeah he yeah he's definitely gone through some things but I, you know i'm not one to label someone crazy that i don't know so i just took it in as um wow this is what this guy <laughs> this is, is doing now this is <laughs> his this art is, yeah and this, this is, is his art and and to his credit no one else is doing this except <laughs> michael jackson did it 20 years before this and a lot better, but it's not really Michael Jackson. So I don't, it was just so crazy. (laughs) Anyway, it was something to witness. So you're, you highly suggest that anybody go if they get a chance. Oh, if you find out he's coming through your town, if he's still doing that, 
go watch it. Wow. There's a, it comes the performance comes complete with a fucking like five minute intro video that is basically stating that he's the greatest performer uh, of the century. Wow. Yeah, and it's just amazing. And it was in this little fucking sports bar. He had that on this projector screen, dude. Oh, but he, like, in his head, it was in a stadium or something. You know what I mean? (laughs) It was just, like, fucking surreal, dude. It was fucking surreal. And on top of that is Corey fucking Feldman, you know? That is so It'd be one thing if it was just some random guy. It's Corey Feldman. That is weird. It's very weird. But also, I loved it. I fucking loved it. I'm not going to lie. Well, and I'm sure he will. So thank you, Corey. Wait, what was the other movie? I do mean that genuinely. I do. What was the other movie that we did? Did we do another movie with him in it? Um, because we've talked about I that feel before. Like we did he looks like Charlie Sheen in? Oh yeah, huh. in Platoon Ooh. during this movie. Charlie Sheen is a sensitive subject when you're talking about Corey. He's one of the guys who allegedly raped him. No, yeah, no, yeah. He just he just released a a documentary about it all. Oh, did he release yeah. that documentary? Uh, I know that he screened it publicly. Have you for the seen first the time. documentary? No, I don't know if it's Can available. You? I don't yeah. know if it's available. But that's one of the one of the people, and there's like Whoa. four others. They're all like executives and stuff in Hollywood. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. it's going around. But anyway, let's not uh, dwell on sure. that. Well, apparently the Sheen family, according to the blinds, yeah. kind of has it's, it in their blood. Yeah, right? that's so, a shame. We'll see. All right, whatever. We don't know anything about it, so speculation, speculation. Um, yeah. So Corey Feldman is in it. Feldman in Corey Feldman in. Jerry O'Connell. And then I didn't realize this part. Oh, shit. Wesley. Shut up, Wesley. Oh, so you didn't even know he was no, in this. No. Yeah, let alone, this was his, like... Let alone the main character. This was right before he started... Yeah. Because uh, this yeah. was 86. He started uh, that, TNG in The year it releases when they, he must have started shooting TNG. Yeah. And he looks about the same age, um, you know, the start of TNG and this. Yeah. Uh, so for those of you that don't watch Star Trek... Will Wheaton, the guy that played Gordy in this movie. Ensign Wesley Crusher. Ensign Wesley Crusher, the son of Beverly Crusher, who was the medic on on the Starship Enterprise. And the reason why this is of significance for Star Trek fans is because um, Star Trek fans, Wesley Crusher is probably the least liked character in (laughs) Star Trek history. In Star Trek history. And Will Wheaton is actually... I mean, he was a fucking kid playing this, and all he was hearing, all the feedback he was getting from the people was, <laughs> was "Fuck you, fuck Wesley! You Shut Wesley, the fuck yeah. up, Wesley! You fucking suck!" Well, and then it they, actually had a real impact on him. Yeah. It really fucked him up. A well, little when bit. they I had, mean, a, I feel bad. But when he finally he's doing okay when he now. finally left the show, uh, it was over, you know, uh, um, a salary dispute, and one, like yeah. he's like, "I want more money to do this," right? And they said, and "They're like, no one likes." They, you. they came back. He was like, "We'll give you more." They're not like, "We're not going to give you more money, but we will promote you from Ensign." So they were going to give his character a promotion as a as a real life promotion to keep oh doing the show. He was like, God. "Fuck you!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, some uh, actors really like put importance on that, though. Well, like, I mean, I guess it would get character, you more, more visibility. And yeah, shit? but at the same time, if you're not getting, if you're getting more visibility and not getting more money, money, then what's yeah, the point of the visibility? Fucked. You know? Yeah. yeah so, so, so Wesley actually ended. So Will Wheaton actually ended up leaving. So they didn't write him out because fans didn't like him. He no. left because he wasn't making money. Yeah. Like they. So they, they would have kept him on. Yeah. 
And the reason they didn't give him more money is because nobody liked him. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, well, good for him for fucking like being like, give me more money. Yeah. Yeah. For standing by me. Oh, that's the name of the movie. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, I will say that. All right, let's get to the reboot yeah. recast. So, no. <laughs> this movie, uh, they actually had commissioned uh, Michael Jackson to do a cover of "Stand by Me" that oh. was going to be the the song. And then that when they Reiner was like doing the whole movie, he's like, the, the, "Why the original fits much better to this movie than right. it is the '50s." Right. So they decided not to do that. I bet Michael was bummed, you know, bite bitten at the chomp for that fucking yeah. uh, chance. Oh, yeah, can I come by the set and just kind of get a little... Well, we know he was friends with Corey. I just wanted to get some, uh, you know... Yeah, yeah. So. Which is so fucking weird. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. Ah, dude. Anyway. So, yeah. Anyway, so let's keep going with your notes here. Um, yeah. Uh. We've gotten through who's in this movie. (laughs) Yes, that's true. I mean, that's really all I wanted to talk about. Oh, no, okay, so, um, a little bit of a notes journey. Started off because it starts with a shot of the grown up Gordy, right? Yes. And I'm like, Richard, don't just I, oh. you do this every time. <laughs> well, you know who it is time. now. Yes, I know, but that's the point of the notes journey. Okay. okay. Anyway, I'm like, man, that guy looks familiar, but I thought it was like Bob Odenkirk's dad or something. Because <laughs> like, you know, he kind of because, you know, Dreyfus still had, you no, know, okay, had a similar yes. hairline but and just the angle of the God. shot. But anyway, but anyway, and then I'm like, oh man, who is that guy? I'm sure I'll figure it out by the end of the movie. And then, um, and then, um, uh, what was it? Oh, and then the movie starts, and there's a fucking voiceover. And I'm like, oh, man, just like Shawshank. And then I'm like, dude, why does this voiceover... Okay, so first, my, my first note was another voiceover. Apparently, that's the best way to make a Stephen King movie, because... Well, he writes in first person a they lot, all have yeah. to, But that's like, you know, you don't have to do a voiceover. Anyway, yeah. it didn't end up hurting the movie, so... I was just kind of like, oh, wow, another voiceover because Shawshank, Morgan Freeman, this one sounded like Ray Liotta. Okay. Was it? No. Was it Richard Dreyfus? <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> but then that guy. You know who it sounds like? It then, sounds like fucking Richard, Richard Dreyfus. It, sounds like, it sounded like Ray Liotta, though. No, it doesn't. He's like, he's like, it sounds like Richard Ever Dreyfus. Ever since I was a kid, <laughs> I wanted to be a good fella. Or a g- <laughs> I don't know why you sound like Casey Kasem. <laughs> It's actually like, a pretty dead on Casey Kasem. Ever since I was a kid, <laughs> I wanted to cry when I was high. <laughs> God. <laughs> no, the voiceover was... Karen! The voiceover was Richard Dreyfus at gotcha. that age. He was writing the story right mm. then. So him and Ray Liotta have very similar voices. That's something we found out. God, no, they don't. But also, check this out. But it got me thinking. <laughs> Because so, Ray, Ray Liotta, wait, wait, let me let me tell you this idea. All right. Ray Liotta, one of the most iconic voiceovers uh, of all time, Goodfellas. Okay, yes. I'll Morgan Freeman, one of the most iconic voiceover actors ever. Uh-huh. Just anything he voices. Starting with, uh, starting with Shawshank, yes. Starting with Shawshank, and just people always make that joke like, oh, I want Morgan Freeman to narrate my life. I'm yeah, so original. You. Shut the fuck up. You're too goddamn boring. Right, exactly. Whoever so anyway, says that. Exactly. But anyway, um... Memes so, do not give you a me- personality. Exactly. Um, stand by memes, Chase. Anyway, that's what that's what the remake would be called. Stand yeah. by memes. Yeah, it's not hack moment yet. Okay. It's not hack moment yet. Okay. Which, by the way, we have a new segment coming up. That Bryce I- is so excited <laughs> so about it. Excited for this shit. Uh, but anyway, um, it got me thinking. Voiceover off. 
who would you rather have? Uh, who is the greatest voiceover person of all time? Ray Liotta or Morgan Freeman? Well, definitely Morgan Freeman. Ah, not, not so fast, my friend. I like how this has nothing to do with this movie because Ray Liotta did not voice over this movie. <laughs> Neither did Morgan Freeman. Nor did All right, Morgan fine. Freeman. But anyway, it's an idea. You guys debate amongst yourselves and let us know on Instagram and you yeah, know, any, at, and at the movie. Anybody, now. anybody, you could pick any voiceover person. It doesn't have to be. No, I, I want to know two. what people think between Ray Liotta and. Well, nobody wants Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. That's an iconic voiceover, dude. Yeah, but that's Goodfellas. an iconic character. He, he kills it. He never does it again. It's not. It Ever since I was a kid. Why are you Casey Kasem? <laughs> I didn't even realize I could do Casey Kasem. <laughs> I know you didn't. I do you know do who that. that is? I hope so. Yeah, yeah, okay. he's the radio guy. He's Shaggy. Scoob. <laughs> well, see, I can't do Shaggy. <laughs> Zoinks, Scoob. That's <laughs> not. Oh, Scoob. I got a no, bad feeling about this, Scoob. <laughs> That's pretty good, huh? Is he Polish? What are I you doing? Know, dude. I can't do. I can't do I, apparently, I can do Casey Kasem, but I can't do Casey Kasem's voices. You see? This is the no. thing. All right. All right. Um, anyway. So, yeah. No, that's Richard Dreyfus. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, that was going to be the notes journey, but we'll bring that back up. <laughs> um, so, did they glue a mole to Feldman's face, or did he always have that mole? Um, I guess he always had it. I didn't All right. notice. Moving oh, on. I think there's something. You know, They talk about him having, uh, <clears throat> having been pushed on an oven by his dad. Like, he was abused by his dad. The crazy, you know, has, yeah, right, the right, right, right. So, uh, I mean, I didn't, I didn't really notice anything. I know that they said, you know, at the end, he tried to get in the army a whole bunch of time, but his, the fact that his ear and eye were all burnt, yeah, then, but like they didn't really do any makeup huh. effect on his ear or eye. Huh. I mean, yeah. I never, I've never noticed yeah. it. I didn't notice it watching it this time. Yeah. Maybe I'm just blind. That's but, weird. It's weird, wild stuff. But yeah, no, yeah. So, it's weird stuff. Weird stuff. You know, I don't see. I do Johnny Carson too. Not well. Not well at all. <laughs> but I can. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, oh, yeah. And then they're hanging in the treehouse. I said, oh, the pre pandemic days of getting to chill in the close quarters of a treehouse. <laughs> yep. The whole time I'm watching the movie, I'm like, get away from each other. What are you doing? You know, it's just like really fucked up my whole like, I, I know, I'm psyche. Of, I've like, not been like, <laughs> panicking about anything like that yeah but anytime now that i see like especially something that i haven't seen before something new yeah that it has to do with like an audience or, yes. or something like that yes. people like shaking hands I'm like, yeah. Ooh. like i was like, watching uh like bar rescue the other day and i was uh -huh. like oh, why are they touching yeah <laughs> like, exactly yes. man oh, wait it's not <laughs> like my whole brain has been retrained yeah. to be like don't fucking touch you gotta anyone. respect the sodas gotta respect the sodas dude you gotta practice the sodas all right uh, and disrespect Flatten that curve and disrespect the POTUS. Can we get political for a second? <laughs> it's not. time for political <laughs> minute. Just kidding. Chase's <laughs> favorite. Like, let's move on. All right. Um, I love the inconsistent. Oh yeah. Well, that's not really that important. Okay. Young Cusack, aka my my rap name. Uh, they had young young John Cusack was yes. in it, which I did not know. Yeah, I always uh, forget that too because he's yeah. only in like. I one little too. scene. I forget it every time. Oh, okay. And uh, and then Will Forte plays the dad. No, he doesn't. But certainly, you looks know what? A lot like him. Doesn't uh, he? My wife said the same thing. She goes, "That looks like it could be Will Forte's dad." He has been in a movie gap movie before. And in did we fact, make the same joke? No, I don't know. But in fact, not only was he in <laughs> or it, or the same observation. I mean, he's in this room right now. A picture mm. of him is in this room right now. Okay. That, oh, yeah. Okay. 
phrasing, Chase, phrasing, because I was going to get spooked. But this is a ghost room. You know? Yeah. Well, I don't think that actor's a dead. A picture of him? Yeah. Quato? That guy. Yeah. That's him. No. uh Yeah, that's him. Oh, I nailed it. Yep. Wait, Quato or the guy? The guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the guy. He's not He's not oh, the, wow. the tiny baby So statue, he was in but, Recall, huh? Yeah, he was in Total Recall. Oh, shit. Uh, he's also in a He'll future figure. movie that we will do, Starship Troopers. Oh, man. We are really slacking on that one. We need to do I know, that we, one I know. We fast. keep pushing it off. I um, need to remember right. that one. It's so good. Uh, and then uh, and then they're all wearing Yankees caps. Um, also, this is, takes place in Oregon, which, like, why are they wearing Yankee caps in Oregon? Does it take place in Oregon? Yeah. He actually did a story that wasn't based no, in No, he did. It's Okay, it takes place in Castle Rock, Oregon, in the film. In the movie, it's Castle. I mean, in the book, it's uh-huh. Castle Rock, Maine. Oh, see. Uh, and the, the studio was finally like, okay. Steven, the only thing, come on. well, the only thing that um, they can uh, think of why that happened is that in the book or something, it says it's not far from Portland. And oh. so the screenwriter was like, "Oh, Portland is in Oregon, oh. so we're gonna so put the it in Oregon." Is stupid. Yeah, but it's uh, it's, it's in Maine. It's in Castle Rock, Maine, where a lot of other Stephen King things take place. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Rob Reiner, this was like his first big movie, or not his first big movie. His first movie Spinal with his Tap own was his first big yeah. movie. Yeah. No, this is the first one with well, his own production company. Yeah. And he renamed his production company Castle Rock, which. Is the production company oh, of Spinal Tap, Seinfeld? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Or no, or, or is this? Burr, 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 burr. No, that's Paramount. That's Paramount. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, it's got the lighthouse thing at the end of you know all the episodes. Came back you know. to Seinfeld, baby. It always yep. does. It always does. It always this one has does. a direct connection. A very direct connection. Yep. You should get a soundbite of the Castle Rock, <laughs> Castle thing. Rock the, thing. Yeah. Could, at the end of every episode, we can act like it was a Seinfeld episode. Yeah, but the Royal River is also a recurring thing in Stephen King. So the Castle Rock, uh, Royal River uh, is in, uh, obviously, this and is mentioned in uh, Salem's Lot, and it's mentioned in the Shawshank Redemption. It's the river that Andy uh, Dufresne threw his gun after oh. he didn't shoot his, his wife. And like they would have, if they found the gun, they would have known. Mm. But yeah, so that's the river. I was he figuring threw it, it would be the river that he crawled through to freedom. No, or I mean river. maybe that's the same one, but they don't river say of it. Shit. Yeah. Oh, the river shit. Yeah. Well, it came out yeah. into a river, but yeah. Royal River is also the what r- River, river Phoenix uh, forced everyone to call him uh, on set during the oh, making okay. of this movie. Did you know that? I did not know that. But anyway, yeah, I just wanted to say it was crazy they were wearing Yankees caps because, like, dude, everyone knows the everyone's Yankees favorite suck. team in the fifties is the Strohs, dude. <laughs> Come on, Bryce, they didn't. Duh, they weren't the Strohs back then. I'm just kidding. Were they, they even, even the forty? No, no, there, there wasn't no. even a forty-fives back then. Nineteen sixty-five. Yeah. yeah. No, sixty-two. Uh, but anyway, um, I liked that. Uh, that uh, Rivers character Chris, right? Yes. Chris, what was his list? Chambers. Yes. Uh, he said he uh, had a bad family or whatever, but then his dad is a cop. Yeah. That was funny. Uh, I thought that was funny on Stephen King's part. Um, Not funny, but, you know, just like a, you know, you know, what do you call it? A um, oxymoronic sort of thing or whatever. Uh, and then, uh, then I said, oh, Young Sutherland, also my rap name. Of course, <laughs> but Kiefer Sutherland is in, in this movie 
And um, we've not which done. I bet you didn't know that. No, I, of course I didn't. Um, uh, with bleach blonde hair, dyed which, hair in the fifties, I was like, "Are we supposed to think that's just his hair color?" Yeah, I think so, I though, because didn't he also have that in the Lost Boys, which I also haven't seen. Yeah, that and that that was filmed after this. That came so out maybe he this. just kept it. Maybe yeah. he just liked doing it, and they were like, "All right, it could be a thing." Yeah, yeah, but that's He's clearly blonde like, anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a darker. You yeah, know, like a dirty blonde. This is sandy. This is peroxide blonde. Yeah, and it's like I don't think they did that back then. But yeah, I, I do love the uh, huh. the old fifties gang tattoos they were getting. The yeah, prison style tattoos oh. they were doing. Oh, dude! Not only that, but dude, they were like rolling around. They, dude, it, it was kind of neat to see like how they were like these like hard ass teenagers, you know, getting into shit willing to fuck anyone up or whatever just rowdy as fuck and and the and the hard ass music at the time was buddy holly and shit, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like it's like just imagine a time when when you would like come across a gang of dudes listening to a buddy holly song and and you're like like oh man you know we need some help we should go talk to them and someone's like are you sure dude they're listening to Buddy Holly, man. I don't know. Well, it's like that. It's like that. Uh, Every day it's a getting closer. <laughs> He's like, let's go fuck some people up. It's like that uh, always sunny thing when when Frank brings his gang and it's a bunch of eighty year old doo wop. Yes, yes, dude, yes. Oh man, maybe they saw Stand by Me and thought the same thing. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, um, yeah. So yeah, that was interesting. Uh, but the soundtrack is, you know, is the is swell. <laughs> it's the bee's the, knees. It's the tops. Um, cry when you're high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love uh, how the pinky swear is the ultimate fucking shit. This yeah. says so much about uh, the intricacy of human psychology and communication, especially you know? with eleven-year-old boys. Yes, and yeah. still okay. So let's just get into the fucking. Uh, this movie, it's still. <sighs> that's that's the, the same shit yes man it's so good it's such a great universal theme and uh not only of the main character the young boys the adolescents have grown up and getting into shit and you didn't have tvs back then but you know the way that that you would bond and the hierarchy in your crew and all this yeah. and that but it also has the uh has it uh compared with um the social interaction and uh adolescence of of an older youth uh-huh. To yeah. go against it. So you have the innocent one while they're growing up and stuff, and then you have just a few years later what it also turns into. Yeah. You know, more dangerous shit. And it was such a great thing to see the uh what's the word? Dichotomy? I don't know. Yeah, that was that, um, that works. of the two uh uh interact off of each other. Um and man, this fucking movie, this uh I fucking just loved I just loved it, man. I just fucking loved it. I mean it the idea of like we're gonna band together to go see a dead body. Yeah. Whoa. And well, then all the shit you they get into. You want to see a dead body? Hell yeah! I want to yeah. see a dead body. And then and then it was just really cool. I mean, it was cool that seeing like like oh yeah in the fifties you know kids could just go and fucking do that without their parents giving. Yeah, I mean a they fuck. you know they had their own no little lie going on. Yeah. And then like it was real sad with uh, uh, Gordy's character being like yeah I mean I could do it because like yeah, my parents my dad's don't a think I exist. Chooch. Yeah. Dad literally turns to him and said, "You should have died. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Should have been you. Died. Wrong kid died. Wrong kid died. Yeah, the classic um, walk hard, uh, walk hard. Yeah. Um, but um, it was cool seeing that. But it was just like, dude, like the fucking like 
I don't know, seeing the bonding, I mean, it, it is certainly uh, is thing is something that you and I can relate to as two boys. Yeah, I just love like uh, the, the, fire, the fire uh, campfire yes. scene where they're just sitting there talking like, okay, guys, yeah, here's the thing. Yeah, like Mickey, <laughs> or where they're walking, the best one is where they're walking down the train tracks and uh, he's like, no way, I saw him hold up five elephants. He goes, look, Mighty Mouse is a cartoon. Superman's a real guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and then the, the fight, like, he, he concedes. I love how he concedes. Yeah, I guess you got a point, but it would be a great fight, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah I mean, dude. it would. It would. There's no Right, like, right. Just... But yeah, such an innocent uh, conversation, right? And then and then just like the tribal things of like, all right, you know, odds, we got to find yeah. out who's going to go get the groceries and, and be the one that has to walk across the junkyard. Um, what they and call all it, that gooch? shit. He goes, "It's a gooch." Oh yeah, yeah. Oh no, it's a gooch. When they all got four, yeah. four tails. Um, <laughs> poor, uh, he's so funny in this movie. He's so yeah, Jerry so O'Connell. Cute. Yeah, like just like, well, my favorite food. Yeah. Uh, if I could only eat one food for the rest of my life, easy cherry flavored Pez. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so innocent. Um, but yeah, and then and then speaking of the grave, uh, the graveyard. What a junkyard. Junkyard. Um. Which is a graveyard for cars. Cars. Um, that whole thing about um, it was like Sandlot esque with the dog. The dog, yeah. And it's just like this. And then they find out it was just like a little pooch. Lab. And then that whole line of like that was my first exposure in uh, expectation versus reality. Yeah, that was so. I mean, this good, really dude. is talking about so a writer good. learning how to write almost, and know, and, and, and growing yeah, up, and growing up, yeah. and and like the 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 most well like, the scene. What was the, the most? He's sharing his most prescient moment, yeah. precious moment of adolescence, right? Yeah. He was like, of all the things that I went through at that age, this was the one that I, that remember. I remember the most and well, learned the most from. Fucking, and it's uh, such a great uh, the, story. Another, the other campfire scene when uh, that we were already talking about a little bit when um, Chris breaks down. Yes. And uh, talks about how that teacher kept the fucking money. Yes. That he got in trouble and for. Yes. Since now everyone thinks he's a thief and he can't get out of it because who are they going to believe? Yeah. Well, he. Uh, they were shooting that scene, and Rob wasn't getting the exact performance that he wanted. Out of River? Yeah, so he took him off to the side, and he said, um, let me see if I have that quote that he told He him. said, your mom's fucking dead. Your dad's fucking dead. Your little brother is a piece of shit who will never amount to what you can do, and he's no. also dead. He asked him, uh, he said, he asked him to think of a time in his own life when an adult had let him down, and, and to use it in that scene. And it River got so upset and was crying and did the whole scene thinking of it and he it got to a point where after they after that take he, he had to be crying. like comfort comforted yeah, by yeah, him yeah. afterwards he just couldn't stop uh, and that was the take that they ended up using wow so yeah did he ever just, re- reveal what it was I don't know not not in Rob yeah. didn't at least so sure but yeah it's uh you know it was it was real raw yeah and that is like a thing that you have to learn that you know even just because an adult is in power or yeah has a, you know they so, they suck too yeah everybody exactly. fucking sucks right right so the uh the veil gets lifted at one point yeah. or another yeah. so uh talking about gordy and uh you know he him saying that thing about the the dog and everything let's talk a little bit about the deer that he sees okay okay and in the movie he says that he decided not to tell the other guys about it and that he had never even told anybody oh, about it. He told yeah. not a single soul until he was writing about it. Right. In this story. What do you think that means? Why would he have kept it to himself? Or 
what was the importance of that deer to him do you think you mean like what's the what's the, the meaning what's of a, what's the a metaphor for well what is the meaning of like why why did he keep that to himself and why did he feel it was important to keep that moment to himself you think okay but before i play this game is this Something that Stephen, no, there's not a wrong answer. Stephen King has no confirmed no no, or is there's, this or is there uh, been a lot of speculation I, I, as to I, what it there's 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 no there's no right or wrong answer. This is interpretation. I have two uh, ideas here that are kind of like the popular ideas, but you know what do you think? What did what did it feel like to you? This is that thing of art where there's not a right or wrong answer. Well, it's funny you should ask me, Chase, because first I would have to remember what the fuck scene you're talking about because <laughs> so it didn't even resonate did he see a deer yeah he was uh he woke up before all the rest of the boys when they were camping and he went out and sat on the oh, train man, tracks must have been pissing yeah <laughs> well there you go but anyway he was sitting a deer came like right up to him like where he could almost touch it and he looked at and they looked at each other in the eyes and then the deer just kind of walked off and uh he didn't he didn't. When the other kids woke up, he said, "You know, I never told the the kids, the other kids, about that." Oh yeah, I and, vaguely uh, remember that. In fact, I've never told anybody <laughs> until I wrote about it just now. Oh okay. Well, I mean, I guess. Well, it didn't. It obviously didn't register with me as an important moment. So, yeah, that's uh, what my wife said too. She's like, "It went he, over my head." <laughs> why would why would, you, why would he tell him about a stupid deer? Right. Like, oh, well. So, well, now that you're saying this, though, within the context of it all, I mean, I guess I would have to assume that, or or not assume, but. Uh, you know, guess that the meaning of it was something having to do with I don't know he was like maybe he realized he was gay when he saw the deer no, I don't think so because he's not gay in the story but maybe it was, that was the metaphor oh, okay and that's why he didn't tell anybody until yeah. he wrote the book I mean, I always thought it was kind of... Some kind uh, of dark secret. Yeah, was it a metaphor always, for a dark secret? See, I, I thought the opposite. Not that being gay is a dark I thought secret, that, but you know, like... With you know, all the, the negativity and everything that's going on with you know his dead brother, the way his parents are treating him, uh, you know, uh, Teddy being abused by his parents, and yeah. you know, uh, just all the, the bad that's going on, this dead kid that they're going to find and everything like that, that there was still some amount of beauty in the world and he just wanted to keep that little bit of hope for himself, for himself. because this whole yeah. thing is, is is like you said he's learning that, yeah, that's a good that people too. lie that you know there's expectations and that aren't being fulfilled Did th with. this happened in the book uh i don't know i've never i've never read it oh that's right but has you know, stephen we're not king weighed in on it no. not that he would he never no would i do know that stephen king loved this movie and i feel like every stephen king movie that we do uh it ends up being like one of the notes is Stephen King thinks this is his favorite movie. Yeah. Of his, this, again, with this one. Well, notice how he was still poking fun of at himself about his endings. Yeah. Uh, or not still, but already. Yeah, uh, with that story. Too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, watching because, this with my wife. Oh, I was going to say, okay. Yeah. Well, wait, wait, let's get it. That's one of my big notes. Okay. The yeah. pie eating contest story, which, okay, was really cool because, okay, dude, all right. Man, I love this movie so much. Yeah, dude. it's so good. Um, River, the way the way Chris interacts with Gordy when that fucking scene, dude, when they're walking, and I'll get more. So, well, let's finish the deer thing real quick. I mean, that's pretty. I good. like your. I like that angle on it. I could also see it being a metaphor for some deep dark secret. 
I wasn't yeah. trying to be funny when I said maybe he was gay. Okay. I was it was like that legitimately was legitimate like, thing, yeah. like maybe well, and that kinda, some kind of like secret that. like that. Yeah, like he, he wants to it just was a have metaphor this for that secret. Yeah. Um that isn't necessarily dark either. You know, well, it's just it's a secret that is his. Exactly. I see exactly. what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, and then the other the other thing that people say is uh, you know, that Gordy has spent the entire trip with the rest of his friends and everything and like everything they do, they do together. Yeah. So they've never had any single part. And yeah. So this one, this is something that just happened to him. It was just his experience, yeah. and he wanted to keep that little bit of this magic experience with all these friends. That something that's just his. Yeah. Which kind of you know can connect to Could keeping a secret too. about himself. Yeah, interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, that's a that's a good thought too. I like your, it. Clearly, your uh, like I said, there's no wrong answer. It clearly went over my head though when I was watching it. Yeah. Or you weren't um, watching it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or I wasn't part. just wasn't paying attention because nothing was going on. But so yeah, let's get back to uh uh yeah when they're walking down the train tracks and they're having that discussion the um the fatty and and feldman were yeah we're talking about mighty mouse yeah 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 and uh dude they were having that discussion and they do it a couple of times that where he they do says that i'm stupid or i should be stupid or being smart and like because you're talking about how a river keeps i mean uh chris keeps telling him to that he should always keep writing yes yes but then that but then it goes even deeper though because because he's like what are you my dad and he's like i wish i was gordy because yeah. if I was, then I then I would never uh, tell you to stop writing, and you'd be a lot better off than what you got right now, dude. That was so fucking cool, and dude. Fucking uh, Rivers' performance, the whole movie, even yes. from the very beginning. Okay, so yeah, I know, like he, but he always seems more mature yeah. than the rest of them. Yeah, you know, yeah, even though you know he's still a kid, he still does the wrestling, he still yeah. fights around with them, but he seems to be the leader of the group, not because of. Um, not because he's an asshole. Not like because he's Ace. an asshole. Yeah, not because of power. Right. Or anything like that. Right. Just because he seems more mature. Right. And like he talks more mature. Right. He, uh, and, and you know, he might, I think he might be like the oldest one. I think there's an idea that's never really come across in the, in the writing or whatever that he is older because he got held back a grade. Yeah. You know, like he failed a, a grade level, you know, so, so he probably is an older kid. Right. And, uh, and it just, it just plays that way, but he's also, in intel like mental uh, i mean emotionally intelligent right right right, right. A- a- ahead of them right and the things that he tells him specifically that yeah you know, that line about i wish i was your dad yeah exactly you know yeah and just being able to see because something your special mom is fucking hot <laughs> i do love any any way we could degrade each other's mothers was the ultimate blow yes <laughs> yes dude yes um yeah um but yeah, dude, that scene was so fucking cool. And then right after that is when they do when they you know pack up and start or or make camp for the night. Yeah. And and he goes, they're sitting around the fire, and he goes, he goes, Gordy, tell us one of your stories, man. And they just sit around and listen to a guy tell a story. And that was really cool to see because that because the art of storytelling is like a dying art by the minute. Not yeah, in the way that it used to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like like writing a book or coming up with a story to be written down and told through time yeah that is dying it, stories are being told more through uh movies and and internet videos and shit more than ever now there's uh so seeing that was like a really cool fucking window into the time where you would just sit down and go hey tell us a story yeah and and then and then he told a story and it was a great story because Stephen King wrote it yeah but but like uh it was a great story and then uh and then uh 
And then they did the thing where you, they make fun of like, that's the ending? No, you got to do something like this. Well, okay, so... But my it was wife, such a cool scene. Yeah, and my and wife also, seen, yeah, tell me how it carries. Yeah, so she had seen this movie Did you along, warn her? Yes, okay. Well, she had seen this before. Okay, okay. Uh, but she, as she said, I saw it a long time ago, mm. so as you know, I remember nothing. Right. And I was like, well, there is one scene. And she goes, oh, yes, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And she goes, I do remember that. I was like, that's probably why you haven't watched it so many times. Right. So that scene was about to start. You know, uh-huh. And it's very obvious because they're about to do the story. Yeah. And uh, so I paused and I was like, okay, this is the scene. And she goes, can you mute it? And I was like, then I have to mute like the whole damn scene. Right. She goes, yeah, yeah. I was like, maybe you should just leave the room. So she did. Yeah. Yeah. So she left the room. I oh, watched it and I called her back in uh, right as it was over. And she comes in. She goes, are you sure it's over? <laughs> right as, uh, what's his name? So was, then what happens? So yeah, like, yeah. She is like, is it really over? And he's like, is that really over? Like. Oh, that's yeah, funny. It was, it was real funny. I was laughing at her. She goes, why are you laughing at me? I was like, not you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The situation. But, no, yeah, that scene is great. And uh, Rob Reiner, uh, he said that he agonized over shooting that because it is important for that reason that uh, it shows Gordy being a good writer. Yeah. And he said that uh, ultimately, in my mind, uh, he became Stephen King. And Stephen King is a great storyteller, and most of the stories that he tells are supernatural or there's uh, you know horror involved. Right. And so he decided to go over the top and cartoonish yeah. with everything, yeah. the way that it would appear in a young Stephen King's yes, mind, dude. and it really and it works, works, dude. I will say that too. Rob Reiner kills it directing this movie. Oh dude. yeah. I mean, he I mean, nails the aesthetic. Well, the shots are great. Actors love to work with him. Yeah. Because he's a he's what they call an actor's director. Yeah. Because he started out as, as an, actor. an actor, right? Yeah. Right. Um, in fact, uh, Jerry O'Connell was told that you know he was in All in the Family because that's like where he got his start. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And Jerry O'Connell the whole time was thinking that he was Archie Bunker. Oh. Because yeah, he's like oh. old. He's not young yeah, anymore. That's so he's funny. Like, Man, he he looks different. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But um. Archie lost all his hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, but yeah, um, that whole scene was fucking great. So yeah, that's another thing. I was thinking after that especially, but like when they were talking about how he likes to write and stuff, I was like, oh. Is I mean, how much of- could a 12-year-old, you know, a lot of 12-year-olds like to do it, but like, are they any good? Well, I was just going to say like, is the... Uh, did Stephen King say anything about this being sort of autobiographical? No, or? but think about every Stephen King story. Almost all of them have a writer in it. Stephen King. Yeah, he Stephen, writes what he knows. He writes what he write what you know. Yeah, the guy knows terrifying shit because right. he's you know been to the bottoms of uh, addiction uh-huh. and things. So he knows some terrifying shit, and yeah. he knows writing, and he knows Maine. Right. So he writes yeah, about Maine, yeah. and he knows yeah. writes yeah, about fair writing. enough. And you know what? I'll read them all, kind of. Stephen I'll watch, King I'll watch should, the adaptations. <laughs> Stephen King should have a public access show uh, in his hometown up there in Maine, wherever he is, called The Main Thing with Stephen <laughs> King. And he just talks about yeah, the ducks and shit, you know? I will say, I am excited about uh, the new remake of The Stand that they're going to be doing. Because that, that book is the, so good. The Stand by Me? No, The Stand Alone. So what? Not The Stand Alone, The Stand. <laughs> The fact that you had to clarify <laughs> that. Um, Have you ever read The Stand? No. It's a it's one of his big fuckers. Oh, okay. Uh, but they made a miniseries of it with Rob Lowe uh, okay. in the 80s. Okay. And now they're making a new miniseries of I'm it or television listening. series. That sounds like it's going to be fucking awesome. 
Uh, making a new television series? It's for oh. CBS All Access. So blow so it up. You chooch. have that. Yeah, for uh, another two months. Oh, you're I'm not, not going to pay for that shit. You might pay for the stand, though. That's what CBS All Access is banking on. Uh, or I could just wait till it crumbles and they put it on something else. I mean, that's true, too. That's what I'll do. Yeah, why support that? Just be like, fuck I'll you, tell CBS. You what, the, Sign your deal with Netflix and Hulu. That free, put your shit on the shit like everyone else. Having that free trial, um, there's some good stuff on it. The Twilight Zone, the new Twilight Zone is very hit or miss. Like they're oh, all the shot Jordan, real the Jordan well. Peele one? Yeah, they're all shot real well. well they're so all is the original well. Twilight Zone. No, to most be fair. of the, most like I could watch any one of those. Well, one those are half an hour, so and even if they're bad, it. they're like, yeah. oh, I get it, it's good, right? You know, but these are an hour long. Sometimes they're a little overdrawn, and like they're just not that great. Oh, but uh, they're not bad, but they're not that great. Yeah, and then um, uh, Discovery. I, I've been trying to get into it, not really liking it that much. That's I don't fair. think I'm going to get around. to I mean, it. I did stop watching it. Yeah. Uh, so I, can't say I, I will really say that, that Picard much. is awesome. I know we gotta start watching it. It is awesome. It's almost over. It's on. It, they just had his ninth. Well, the this season at least. Okay. But yeah, you you will love it, and maybe not. I mean, you're you're more of a Trekkie than I am. So I think yeah. if you're, I think if you're a super Trekkie, there's a lot more little things that you'll pick up on than I do. Yeah. Um, and that might, and then also that could probably lead you to be like, well, this doesn't work because of this, this, and that. Yeah, where I miss that because I, you know, I've only seen all of uh, TNG once. You know, I've seen uh-huh. a lot of episodes more than once, but I've never sat down and watched the whole damn thing multiple times. Well, it sounds like you had a great week. So, yeah. um, back to Stand by Me. Sorry. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So I'm not gonna get. I did it to you, dude. You did. I did it to you. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna pay for uh, CBS All Access just for the stand. No, yeah, they need to give in and just fucking license their shit yeah. out like everyone else and stop being bitches. Yeah. But anyway, um. So, um, so yeah, um, the fucking, uh, one of the scenes I had seen was, uh, the leech scene. The leech scene, yeah. Where he, where he puts his hand down and he pulls a leech out of his, yeah. uh, underwear, which leads us to the very first edition of this week's hack moment. Hit it, Chase. Hit the sound bite. Hack moment. It's the hack moment. Hack moment. It's the hack moment. Yeah. All right. So we got a new thing where, you know, I like to uh, I like to make jokes when we do this thing. Most of them <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Uh, and I have a blast doing it much to Chase's uh, great annoyance, which makes it even that much more fun for me. Um, so I realized, though, that sometimes I do ones that are just like absolutely terrible. Uh, and uh, they should, uh, you know, be called out uh, as such. So this and, is going to be that. Yes. So the hack moment is not from the movie. The hack moment is your joke. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm in. It's a hack I'm joke. in now. Yeah. Oh, you get it now? Oh, I'm I'm totally in. Oh, you thought I was gonna? Uh, I thought it was. I thought make you were, fun of the movie. Yeah. When I heard that, because all that all that was was. You sent me this audio clip. You go, put this on the yeah, soundboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a new bit, and yeah, I, yeah. I was like, man, he watched the Stand by Me, and then. So yeah. I heard hack moment. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, is he going to like he, shit on this? And yeah, then when, yeah. it, when it was the leeches, I was like, how is that hack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, does he not know what hack uh, means? No, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just me doing a fucking absolutely shitty joke because okay. I thought of it and was like, that's so bad, but I'm going to say it. Do it. All right. So hit it, Chase. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do I hit it and then you do it or should you do it and then I hit it? No, hit it and then I do it. Okay. All right. Hack moment. It's the hack so, moment. Uh, 
Hack moment. It's the hack moment. Yeah. So uh, the kid, you know, he reaches down in his uh, drawers there and he pulls out a leech. Huh? So what's the big deal? Sounds like he got his first blow job. Hey. <laughs> Thank you. Hack Thank moment. You. It's the hack moment. Hack moment. It's the hack moment. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank All you. right. I do parties. I do clubs, I like that your parties. hack moment is like a a rough impression of uh Oh yes. <laughs> wow, Braveheart had gone it. Dice. Uh, yeah, Andrew Dice Clay. And they all will be. Yeah. Uh <laughs> worth it. <clears throat> yeah. Well, you. uh that lake was man made uh because they were afraid of having the kids like run through a real swamp where they didn't know what was in it. Yeah. However, they made it in like June and then they didn't get to shooting into it until August. So it was pretty much a real lake by that point. Wow. So were but, the leeches okay, real? Now that is a old wives tale, whatever you want to call it, uh, uh-huh. uh, tall tale of film that those were real leeches. They okay. were not real leeches. Damn. They were prosthetics that were glued on. Wow. They looked uh, good. Yeah, I know. They look great. And wow. like the, but they, they left little marks where the, you know, the, the makeup blood and everything was where they got yeah. to pull them off. Yeah. And uh the kids went to the water park that's in the town oh. like right after that and they weren't oh. allowed to go down the slide because they all thought they had infectious diseases. That's hilarious. Like, no, it's <laughs> Yeah. That's funny. They're like, hey, do you know who I They're am? Like, you, dude? Can't, you can't come in here. <laughs> you just wait. But yeah, no, that's uh that's that's an iconic scene in this movie and it's great. Yeah. Uh this whole movie is is pretty great. Well do you have uh, anything else you wanna Say here, uh, yeah, you know, I think about, uh, I think that's about it, really. Uh, oh, uh, other than, um, I found out, uh, that that was Richard Jeifus actually the whole time. <laughs> okay, yeah. Run up Gordy. That'll that ends the notes journey. There you go. Uh, and then you know, why did Chris have to die? You know, well, original. And, and that's the thing is, is that he didn't die as a kid, but then they were like, he they were like, there. but don't worry, guys, he grew up and still died. Yeah, uh, that's you know, that's real very early. that's very king. If you want to know, uh, I mean, I get it, I like it, but it yeah, just sucks. The actual short story, they all die except for Gordy. Gordy, Gordy's the only one who lived. So they all died when they were kids. No, oh. um, they died later. Uh, uh, oh, it was like a curse. Teddy's like, the first one like that an dies. Thing or something. No. Uh, it's just like a thing. They just yeah, all die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Teddy's the first one to die. He got drunk and got in a car crash, killed himself and everybody that was in it. Uh, and then Vern died in a house fire. Damn. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Way to go, King. So uh-huh. in, in way fact, to go, King. So Chris and then was Chris the last, got stabbed yeah, in the throat, the throat trying throat, to break so up only, a fight. Yeah. Not even having one. Yeah. <clears throat> also in the novel, Chris is the <clears throat> one that pulls the gun, not uh, Gordy. Oh. Which kind of interesting makes, switch? It makes sense to the character, you know uh-huh. that. But like, it makes sense both ways, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it makes sense to the character of Chris pulling the gun because he is the, like we said, he's, he's the alpha the of the group, guy. and yeah, he's yeah. like he's the one that everybody expects to be bad. Yeah. Whereas, uh, it, in the movie, it makes sense that Gordy does it because it's his story and it's his turn. Uh-huh. Like you know, he's becoming the man of this situation, sort of. It and. It's one way of looking at it. Not that having yeah. a gun and pointing guns makes you a man, but you know, right, I mean. right, right, right. He saves the day. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, I don't know which one I like change. better. I mean, they both make sense and they both work. I think you know what? I think King really blew it, and he should have made it Gordy. 
Well, so, it's, fuck you know, you, it's another game. one of those. It's another one of those adaptations. You things. suck. It's another one of those adaptation yeah. things where cinematically it works better this way. Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. No, it's good. Chris pulling it too. So yeah. Gordy was the one that Ace was about to slice up in the book. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. And um, and then in the book, oh oh wait, in the book they they choose to just leave the body alone, like they did in this. But uh-huh. they they don't call the cops. The other gang, yeah, anonymous, anonymously calls the cops. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then uh, they the a gang uh, retaliates and beats them all up. Oh wow. Uh, afterwards, they they leave that out of the oh. movie. Just like, That's okay, why do we you don't really need come that? Come on, King, why do we got to end on a yeah, such a, yeah, <laughs> bad note. Um, one thing I do want to say before we get to the reboot recast or my rating, I guess. Yeah. Um, the the moment when Gordy breaks down after seeing the dead body. Yeah. Uh, that was great because mm-hmm. he said earlier, I didn't cry when. You know his little brother died. He was like, oh, older brother. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't cry when my older brother died, um, but I miss him a lot. And then he sees a dead body, and then it all hits him. That was a great moment. I loved it. So yeah. All right. Well, um, this movie almost got dumped uh, and not made two days before filming because Coca Cola bought Embassy Pictures, and when they did that, they did not necessarily know how to run a movie studio because. Yeah. They're a beverage They're, company. Yeah. And they basically were dumping everything that they weren't going to turn into a Coke commercial. Things got turned around. It, it's wow. all, it all made its, made its way out. But yeah. uh, Embassy was, uh, they, they were going to shut it down just two days before it started uh, filming. Norman Lear, the creator of All in the Family, mm-hmm. uh, worked, uh, you know, and obviously worked with Rob Reiner. Uh, he was one of the three owners of em- Embassy prior to the sale of it. So mm-hmm. he knew about this picture. Yeah. And he funded the whole thing himself. Wow! So that it would it would still get made. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Um. It was that was eight million dollars. So Ro- who did so that? Oh, Lear. Norman Lear. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. Television had some good money in it even back then. Yes. Also, eight like million is some cheddar. Out of the then. what twelve shows that were on TV at that time, right. he had five of them going. Right. So. Right. Right. Yeah. He was. Um, yeah, let's he, let's say he was he was one of still around certainly one of those fat cats if yeah, you will he's still alive today wow yeah I think he's in his like nineties um yeah so the, uh, like I said the budget was eight uh eight million approximately and uh, opening weekend the August tenth nineteen eighty six you want to give a guess for the opening weekend oh it's less f- than a million fifteen thousand uh two hundred forty two thousand okay uh what is the gross? Oh, it wasn't the, limited release, or was it limited no, release? No, no, it was wide release. That's all it made. Yeah, well, oh, you know, it was geez, sus. You know, it's there's less theaters, things like that. Anyway, uh, do you want to figure out the worldwide and uh, U.S. gross? They're the same. At the by the end of the run. Uh, yeah. Well, at total maybe, maybe to date, but total gross probably hasn't changed that much. Total gross. Total gross. Ten point four million. Fifty two million two hundred and eighty seven thousand four hundred and fourteen dollars. This one took off. Yeah. This is a big hit movie. Everybody loves this movie. It is very famous. And one of the reasons we do this podcast is to fill your movie gap. That's right. Of movies like this. It certainly was a big gap. Needed to fill in. All right. Well, um, let's get a rating and then we'll, okay. we'll take a little break. All right. Out of ten leech blowjobs. I give it 
Um, oh, and also out of 10 combs. Um, <laughs> like that, that was I one give, of my favorite parts. I know, it was so great. Pretty much everything and he with, looks up, with his character is so good. I give him this forgetting f- the damn knock. Yes. <laughs> or that shot under the, when they talk about his pities and then it just cuts to him underneath the thing and there's just holes everywhere. Yes. Oh, that's one thing. Which that was they, the inspiration for holes. Yeah, that's one thing that they left out of that's in the book, apparently, is the boys are making fun of him a lot for that because they said, like, clearly your brother went under there after you buried it and just took it. Took it, it. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it's not even down there and right. you won't believe him. Right. But yeah, just all in that little fat kid digging yeah. in the sand and there's just like, holes everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so much great stuff. And because of that, I give this fucking movie 10 leech blowjobs. Wow, another 10. That's, uh, Two in a row, I no. think. Or no. What What did I give a 10? You gave a 10 to... Uh, I did give a 10 to... Uh, Night of the Living Dead. Only four have gotten 10s now. Yeah. All right. Four out of the 50s. This this is a tenner. This this might, uh, for many reasons, um, this one might take the top. I mean, this is one of those ones that it's just such is a why, great know, story, man. It speaks to a lot of people yeah. for good reasons. Such a great story. But I give it a 10. I, I really don't see any flaws in it. I loved the whole thing. All right. Well, yeah. there you heard it. Well, we will be right back with our reboot cast. Oh, Rice. I did it wrong. Oh, oh that's just so quiet. And welcome back. Well, uh, in the break, we uh, realized that all of the Stranger Things kids are too old to play these parts. Yeah. So really Bobby Brown. She could play all of them. God. Uh, we don't really know. I don't fancy myself knowing that many 11-year-old actors. So no, me neither. Um, so this is a fruitless adventure. Yeah. So this won't have much point in doing it. If you know any, let us know. And you know where to let us know? At the movie gap on Instagram, at the movie gap on Twitter, at the movie gap on Facebook, comment, DM, whatever, and hashtag us. And spread the word to your friends if you are practicing your SODIS. Yep. Um, hashtag SODIS. Yep. Then uh, mm-hmm. you are probably working from home. And if you're working from home, that means you can listen to episodes that you have not listened to or listen Out to them loud. again. Yeah, the, while, to help you get you through work and everything. So. Every yeah, single episode is safe from work if you're at your fucking home. That's right. Fuck. Fuck butts. Fuck butts. Poop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here? All right. Also, go check out Jody C. Buddy in the World's on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, and, uh, you know, buy a record on Bandcamp and, uh, or at artificialheadrecords.com. Uh, and, uh, you know, Station Theater is also shut down for the time being. But once we get pumping and rolling again, once society's uh, fabrics are being rewoven, uh, I'm sure they'll be up and running uh, like normal. So check them out. Uh, yeah. And, Houston's uh, leader you know, in improv. Also, uh, if uh, you look at our uh, you know, past list of movies that we've done and uh, don't see anything or see a, if you think of a movie that's not on there and uh, you would like, to, like us to do it, let us know yeah. uh, in the same fashion. Yep. And uh, maybe we can get that on a future episode. We could even give you a call and have you on the app. That's very possible yep. if you're not a stranger. If you're not a stranger. But none of you are yeah, strangers. Even if, if you, you are a stranger. Yeah. Who cares? Well, it's who, a phone call. Yeah. 
All right. Well, uh, we will see you here. Well, you will hear us next. Uh, how do we end this? You will hear us next. <laughs> Until week. next time, yeah. Nom in space. space. Ah!